Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are here with the Falcon and Winter Soldier after show right here in Han Talks First. I am your host, Han, and of course, every week I am joined by my girlfriend, Chris. Or in today is Lucy featuring I Am Rice Crispy. Yes. Do you so run away? Now, yeah, she's on. Uh, oh, no, we're not over there. She's, I don't know if you can see her right there on the mirror. I can kind of see there. her, yeah. She, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, she. She's having a little bit of a moment. She's checking herself out in the mirror, you know, diva. <laughs> so we uh, we did it, everybody. It? We made it through one whole new episode, a whole new season, <laughs> whole season. <laughs> of, a, of a of a new Marvel show, and it's over. Falcon Winter Soldier, it's over. If you if you haven't watched it yet, this is obviously a spoiler discussion, as the topic suggests. So go watch it and then come back and listen to this. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't care, you want to get it spoiled for you. I guess that's what we're here for. There so is. there she is. There's Lucy the cat. Yes, Lucifer the kitty. So pretty. So beautiful. So I can't wait to hear Lucy's thoughts today and oh, Chris's thoughts because uh, we haven't really talked about it yet. Right. And so, and we'll of course hear from you guys. If you're watching live and joining us today, tell us what you guys thought of the, of the finale and the whole show as a whole. We'll share our thoughts. We'll kind of talk about this episode and then in the you know, the latter half of today's show, we'll, we'll discuss the and kind of review the entire series and how it felt and how it how we uh, want to review it. Um, it's Saturday. So I uh, hope you guys had a great week and are enjoying mm-hmm. the weekend so far. Yes. So, baby, why don't we start with you and let's get your general thoughts on today's episode. Just uh, the finale episode? Yeah. Okay. First off, I'm glad that we went right off the bat with the reveal of Sam as Captain America. That made me so happy and the suit looks absolutely incredible on Anthony Mackie. And I love that it's kind of a mix. I mean, I'm sure it's based on the Sam Wilson Captain America suit, but look at him, look, look at him go. That's that's the boy. There he is. <laughs> like it's Captain America with wings. Like what else more could you want? It's it suits him so well. He looks like a comic book character come to life, but like not in a ridiculous way, which is hard to do when you're literally wearing the colors of the flag. Right. <laughs> and like, I love, I was a little bit weirded out at first by like the fabric that goes onto his goggles, but look in this photo and like when he's doing his whole speech, which we'll get to, which is incredible. He just looks, it, it makes sense. Like that is his suit. Like I would buy that it was custom made for him, which it was, but like, Imagine the people at Wakanda being like, oh, my God, we get to design the Black Cats in America suit. Oh, Hell right. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're like, yes, <laughs> the excellence. We shall bring it to you. <laughs> Represent everyone, literally, because you are Captain America and nobody can tell you otherwise. And I'm, I love that that's what the show is saying. Like, why shouldn't people in America be represented by Captain America? Like, especially people who have been overlooked so much and like oppressed and disenfranchised so much like is this i won't get into like a slight bit of a rant because apparently on Rotten tomatoes right now it's like the finale is at like a 59 56 percent which is crazy or audience for i think it's not i don't remember which one but like Apparently, the average score is well, like still, 68. that's low. It is very low. No, I'm saying it's way too low. Like, I feel like as finales for Marvel TV shows go, this has been 
the best one. I mean, sure, it's the second show. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, there was barely any, like, loose ends. And if it was, it was because they're building up to now revealed the fourth Captain America movie and the season two, possibly, which makes total sense. Like, it's not like a limited series and then they just cut out half the stuff because they couldn't record it due to COVID. Like, this right. was the intended finale and it feels like it. There's a certain finality to it, like, while still having, like, cliffhangers and reveals and all that that you could want from, like, a mystery thriller show. Well, not mystery, but, like, a thriller that has mysteries within it. I just thought that it was handled really well. I am sad, though. I didn't want Carly to die. <laughs> I know that people will be mad at me because I'm still, like, I just, she's so young and she's just so misguided. And I feel a lot like Sam because you feel for her that she's just very misguided. And she is, her goals are good, but she just got led through, like, a very dark path. And even her followers are like, yeah, I don't know about that. And I totally get that, too. But at the same time, I'm just like, she, she was sure she just didn't deserve to die though. Yeah. So did you have anything else for your general thoughts? Oh, uh, I love the coloring and the shots that were done in the show. Like the use of Falcon's skill set as Captain America, like the translation of that was absolutely incredible. The use of red wings. Now he has multiple babies <laughs> and the whole thing with like throwing the shield, picking it up, shooting through like a helicopter. Like, it was incredible, like, cementing his wings down to make up for the strength that he doesn't have because of the super serum that he did not take. Like, he doesn't need the super serum. Like, he has the super serum in his brain, pretty much. Right. I think like, that's one of the things that makes him really special. Right? Like, he is the everyday man, which makes sense because he's the representation He's not like this ideal. He is ideal because he is a good person and he is smart and he's wanting to help people. But mm. he isn't like something unattainable, which is also amazing. Yeah. I love, uh, I cried so much with this episode too. I mean, and I was trying really hard not to. I mean, you know me, I'll cry about anything. I'll see a cute dog and I cry. But like this episode really had like a really nice emotional balance of like action and intrigue, but then be like really sweet or really sad and just at the end, so happy. I'm just so happy that they gave them a happy ending of them just like hanging out. Yeah, me too. And more like Uncle Bucky, you know, Uncle Sam kind of thing. But, right. sorry, I dropped my phone. Anyway, <laughs> I loved the whole, like showing Isaiah while Sam is giving his amazing speech, which we'll get into. And I'm going to the museum and like the history being told and him being like represented and and like acknowledged for his sacrifices was super emotional. Then Bucky, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, he. I feel like there's a lot of symbolism that it's already amazing that he like finally told the old man about his son. And I'm shocked that they showed so much. I know that they didn't like finish the whole conversation, but like him being shown telling him that it was his fault the son's dead and that he didn't have any choice. And just like their oh, facial Yuri. expression. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then like him going to check on him at the restaurant. And then he uh, he gave the book back to the therapist, which is super sweet, not only because he finished his mission, but because that also shows that he's letting go of like holding on so tightly to Steve as like a crutch because he, he used to say that he would look to him to define who he is and like what he, like Steve thought he was. So now he's confident enough that he is that person and he doesn't need to like hold on to this so like desperately yeah i agree i don't know so there's just a lot (laughs) there is a lot and we'll we'll probably have a little longer episode today guys but Mm. i'll share my thoughts real quick on uh my overall general thoughts of everything and uh mostly uh like chris was saying the first thing i noticed was the the coloring of this episode the the gorgeous they used and they use a lot of what's called high key lighting in this which uh, i have a bunch of shots to show as well Mm -hmm. later but the coloring and the lighting was very uh, i loved it in this one it was my Mm -hmm. favorite part and then of course the there was a lot of uh, good moments like the the reveal of him being captain america and he just he states it at the very beginning and and the new outfit and uh parts with bucky Uh, i did have some criticisms for this one my favorite is still the last week's episode the the one before this i think that was the best episode of the series not to say this one was not good but it was very good there was a lot mm-hmm. of things that i got wrong in my predictions there was some things i got right in my predictions very and right we'll talk about those too but uh, a lot of the characters were like fully developed in this and uh, there was there was great story arcs especially for isaiah and for uh, Sam and Bucky, especially, mm-hmm. and, but also a little bit for Sarah, Sam's sister, yeah. and um, a little bit for Zemo as well. I don't know. It mm-hmm. was just very. It was a very well thought out show, and this episode kind of uh, put a period on all of the themes they were talking about with like race and history and politics in our world, and how how we actually can now relate again to the MCU because for a little while there, it, it kind of branched away from mm. our own our own like world. World's, like once they started yeah. introducing Guardians of the Galaxy, it started it, it got really too like outlandish. Yeah, a little disconnected, a little bit more cosmic. And mm-hmm. and then after that five year period, I, I was kinda worried it would really after Endgame, when it was five years later, I really thought it was gonna be kinda hard to relate it to modern times, but they did it. And they did it with these T V shows, both WandaVision and falcon winter soldier mm-hmm. but overall generally i like this episode so baby do you want to talk about the colors and ah! the palette and lighting for this oh my god this week's episode so i have some i have some images here so check it out here's just a couple oh my god that shot with everyone turning to evac it's so gorgeous look yeah, at it the, this looks like concept the, art I know. And for the audio listeners, just a PSA real quick. I know you can't see the images. I apologize. We'll try to be descriptive, but if you want to see them, uh, you can mm-hmm. check out the YouTube, but we all watch the episode, so you know what we're talking about. But when the people left the UN, was it the UN? It was a GRC. GRC. So when they left that and all the senators and stuff were running down the stairwell, just beautiful red lighting. It's and so, so this was... Yes, this was one that stuck out to me. This is very... It looks very Spider-Verse, kind of. Yeah. Well, you know what it reminds me of is the Vatican stairwell. (gasps) I don't know if you remember what that looked like. Mm -hmm. 
and that's just kind of what I got from it. But great shot, and this is just one of many examples of fantastic lighting. And here was another one. When Sam was hunting down... Uh, I'm blanking um, on her name. Carly? Carly, yes. Oh, yeah, this was really cool. So, this one was really cool, but also really funny to me. <laughs> oh, when she's standing like this? <laughs> Wait, I'm going to go to full screen on you real quick. <laughs> He was like, basically like, uh, wait, 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 hold on. When, when that happened, I remember just saying, mom said it's my turn on the Xbox. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it's, I just wanted it's to be so, so serious, but I'm just like, mom said it's my turn on the because Xbox. Because he just comes around the corner really quickly and then just stands there. He's like... Imagine if he just T-posed. Like, I know I'm just, like, memeing right now, but, like, this is so funny. But it's so cool. You just cool. did the, the miniature Keanu Reeves stance. Yes! <laughs> it's it so funny. But I'm so sorry. That was anyway, a horrible laugh. The, the reason why I chose this one to show off is because of the backlighting. And mm-hmm. this is that example of the high-key key lighting I was mentioning to you guys. And it, it's basically when you just rely on shadows. And to get a silhouette of the new Captain America is really Mm -hmm. important because one thing that Marvel and Star Wars both do with their characters is they make sure that they are iconic in the way that if you just saw their silhouette, you would know who that is. Because that's good character design. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's something that Kathleen Kennedy said back in 2014 when they were making uh, The Force Awakens. And it's something that stuck with me. It's something I look out for. So Great shot. And here's another one, just to represent the colors. Of course, any shots where they're outside with the uh, police lights and the moonlight was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it was throughout this whole episode. The colors were so good. Yes. And I love that. Like this too. Like when they were in, when he busted into the the Jeep, whatever it was. Yeah. (laughs) What I was going to say, say um, well, multiple things. I was going to make a joke about the low-key lighting and be like, oh, we're getting so high-key lighting before the low-key show. Um, <laughs> but I, I keep seeing, like, the blue and red and, like, pinkish red, um, like, lights. And I'm like, bye lighting. But then I'm like, oh, right, it's Captain America colors. Right, of course. <laughs> and then, oh, police fires, of course. But I'm just like, bye lighting. <laughs> it was just, I love those colors together. It just looks so aesthetically pleasing. And yeah. it's almost like uh, like 3D because I mean, those are the colors that it used to be. And so it just it feels kind of both modern, but also slightly retro in like a weird way. Like, I don't know. It's just a, I'm wearing like a pastel version of that color scheme pretty much. <laughs> right. Um, I see someone has joined us again and it's been a oh, long hello. time. Luca says hello. It's nice to see you guys again. Yes, nice hi. to see you here again. Welcome back. Been a while. Thanks for joining us. Um, so, yeah, the colors overall, mm-hmm. the coloring of this was fantastic. And a lot of it was practical, which is yes. what I really love. And it wasn't just the colors for me, but also the cinematography. There's the a shot. Choreography. Of, like the fighting. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, the second unit Stunning. really did a good job with this, mm-hmm. especially the parts with Sam. Yes. All of his, his action and stuff like that. Like his flips and like, oh my God, the fight with Carly is so good because I mean, it's kind of reminding me of like, I can do this all day, but like he really just wants to deescalate the fight and Carly's so desperate. 
it kind of seems kind of like the Winter Soldier where Bucky and Cap are fighting. And I'm just like, yeah, <sighs> yeah, definitely. And well, let's talk about the new suit since uh, that's the, one of the big things that happened in this episode is his new suit. So, what were your first thoughts when you saw it? I love the placing of the colors. It's Actually, one so... one second. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a fan on? Oh, it's my PC. Sorry. Oh, okay. Should I, I was wondering if. Just no, no, it's okay. I thought you could turn it off, but then you want to be here, so <laughs> it's okay. Right. Um, so, uh, go ahead. What were you saying? I think the placement of the colors is really nice. I On the wings, especially, I love how it's, like, red on the outside with, like, a little bit of, like, silver going on. Then it has a blue panel, and then the wing, like, the wing panels are in white, kind of, like, feathers. It looks so nice. And, like, the suit goes, like, from white to blue to with a red kind of corsety looking stripes down. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And the with the white boot with the red. I'm just like, this is so nice. I love the gloves. I love like the shoulder area. I love that it's, it's a so little, different. It's a little bit like the original Captain America outfit. Right, because it's like a brighter blue with like the stripes going down. Like it's very classic superhero, but modernized. Yeah. But not modernized in like a bleaker way where they just make it like less vibrant colors and it's just more like stealth sam is like you're gonna see me and that's fine (laughs) like it's a man flying at you like (laughs) for me i when i when i first saw it i i thought it looked a little wonky Mm -hmm. the first right right the first couple seconds it looks weird because you're just not used to it but then it grew on me especially about you know a little after halfway through when he was giving his speech it looked fantastic on the street because imagine if they had done this scene which is so like um impactful but the suit had been just like ridiculous it would not have worked out right but he makes this work and it's in this shot like you can see that it's not just like some costume someone threw together like the material looks quality the the glasses look like it's like a molded glass and not just some like flimsy plastic. Like this is and 3D. They can, uh, it see is... through smoke. Right, exactly. Like it's functional, stylish, and is representative of who he is. Like I love like the 3D detailing, like the s- stitching. You can see it. It's just really like the attention to detail is really nice. <laughs> they made it work yeah. really well. I was kind of scared that it would look kind of weird. And they would just, or or just go ahead and add like some blue to his regular suit since it's already like silver, kind of whitish with red. Or they were gonna be too scared of using blue and it'd just be like kind of like a U.S. agent kind of color scheme. Yeah, leaning more into like the oh Black Falcon, <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, but he's Captain America; he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> That's yeah. another reason why I really like the contrast and using like a lot of like white on him because it just like stands out so nicely. And like it just suits him so well, like it really makes him pop. Excuse also, me. Also, um, speaking yeah. of John Walker, <laughs> I know that Luca just mentioned him. I don't consider that a redemption arc. What oh, he here, had, I'll... I was scared uh, that he was. Can going you read to it have. for the audio listeners? Oh yes, sorry. So Luca said, "What did you think of the John Walker redemption arc?" So I don't really see it as a redemption arc. I see it as him doing some one thing 
like that's heroic because he sees himself as a hero and he wants to be that person. He attempts to save the bus from falling out of the building with the hostages, but I don't see that as him being like, oh, I am the ultimate good person. It's more like, oh, I'm Captain America and Captain America is supposed to save people. So I should save these people to make people forget that I murdered another person. It's kind of how it felt to me. Like he feels like he is that person. So he's doing that to prove himself as that person to himself and to others. Yeah. Because right after I, he just goes and becomes US agent with the help of late Madame Hydra. So I don't see it as him being like a hero, literally. If anything, he's going to be like an anti hero in his head. But I feel like he still isn't the best person. Right. Yeah. I was, I was a little disappointed with his redemption arc which i mm. wouldn't say that either right. but um yeah i would have been mad if you gave him that <laughs> i i was i was very thrilled at the post credit scene last episode when he was making a shield and i thought yeah. he was going to come back and be like another bad guy and there would be like mm-hmm. this three-way fight but that cool. he he ended up just kind of being a um can't think of the word for it but uh, a rebel without a cause type thing and like neutral i don't know thing? yeah it, I, he was it was weird that he was helping them like and like <laughs> along with them because like he's so selfish like that's one of his main character traits that he thinks he is the captain america yeah. so much that he made himself a new shield when he was revoked the title and made himself like keep the suit and all that like i just feel like it was such a petty and like selfish and just very persistent thing for him to do for them to be like oh but look at him he's helping them I'm like would he do that yeah i, I don't i don't think he would i, I think right I think his character kind of got lost i totally lost mm-hmm. interest as soon as he showed up in this episode yeah mostly because they i don't think that the creators did a good job enough to make me like him oh i don't think he's supposed to be likable at all the thing is it's so weird that now they're like, oh, yeah, he's going to help them. I'm like, no, this isn't like Zemo helping them. Like, this is not an, in- like, a charming character. Because, <laughs> like, with Zemo, you can see him be, like, reluctant. But he got he got out of prison because of them. And he's <clears throat> going to do whatever. And he is the one person. So he kind of gets that enjoyment of, like, oh, they need me. But, like, John Walker doesn't need any of that. Like, yes. John Walker is bitter at at, at Sam and Bucky. So, like, why would he... Sure, he has the common enemy that he wants to go beat up Carly. But aside from that... Yeah, and Luca went on (laughs) to say that he would be a better U.S. agent than he would Captain America. So I I think that was the goal. I think that's a good Mm -hmm. thing to point out, too. I agree Mm -hmm. with that. Definitely. um, I think... I'm kind of shocked to to the last episode to do that. Sorry. Yeah, me too. And uh, I want to I want to jump back to the suit real quick because I didn't get to share my thoughts on it. But I think that <laughs> <it's> Lucy. <laughs> she looks silly. She's so cute. Um, so with the suit, one thing I wanted to point out that I thought was pretty important was Bucky commissioned the suit for Sam, and why why I think that's important is because. Mm-hmm. That means Bucky. It was Bucky's idea to make it the, the stars the and stripes, and to make it Captain America, which yeah. was a sign of oh, so Bucky cute. approving of Sam, mm-hmm. but also 
it was it took it took Bucky to help make Sam Captain America, mm-hmm. and I just I don't know there was something about that that was really powerful to me because like the support. Yeah, and like if he hadn't have done that, maybe how, Sam would this not episode have- would have been very different. Like mm-hmm. he just had that talk with Isaiah last week, and yeah. then and then and then he opened the case and he finally saw it was Captain America and he finally probably made that decision at that point. Like, well, if Bucky agrees, like mm-hmm. then I got to do it. Cause Bucky's my pal, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, that was it. I wanted to say about it, but it's also Wakandan tech. So it's really powerful. Right. And it's powerful in like, multiple ways. I like that he has the wings and the shield. I think that's cool. Exactly. So like that. I was kind of scared that they would try to take the wings away and be like, Oh, he's Captain America now, not the Falcon. I'm like, yeah, but his whole skill set revolves around flying. <laughs> right. Like, he's a- don't depower him if you're not going to give him something to make up for it. Like, um, <laughs> right. I'm glad that, that they let him keep the wings and he's making really good use of them. I don't know. I think it's just a perfect addition how like everything came together to make him his own Captain America. Like, he is sure he's taking out the mantle, but he's not trying to become Steve, like, that's not what he's here to do. Right. Like, like he's here to do the best job that he is able to do as himself. Right. Definitely. So Which I really appreciate. Sorry. We, we already touched on um, U.S. Agent, but was there mm-hmm. anything else you wanted to say about that? Like, maybe where, where could this be going with that oh. relationship with that woman? Okay. Oh, before I go into that, since we were talking about the outfits, the outfit looks way better in black. And it's uh, comically accurate, yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I wish the red was a burgundy color or, like, slightly darker. I do like the tone of it. And I like yeah. the details on the side, like, on his belt and, like, the side of his body and his gloves. But I feel like if the whole part of the red was, like, those reds instead of the one at the middle, it would have been really cool. Like, here it looks really good, but it still looks navy since it's still cap, technically. He still looks so funny. He looks so funny. <laughs> yeah. His face is so funny. This suit, the Captain America suit that he has, is kind of ill-fitting. Yes. Like, it looks fabric-y. Because you see, like, Steve Rogers' suit. It's, like, the, like, pleathery, but, like, tactical with mesh detail kind of look. And this just yes. looks like, oh, he put, like, a boiler suit and put some stars and stripes that were pleather on top. And then I'm like, no, that that looks like a onesie. No. <laughs> it does not look right. good, in my opinion. But yeah, his U.S. agent suit, huge upgrade. Like, look that at the material. So like, I, I feel like the pants are similar, but, like, look at the arm pieces. Like, and, like, the the star A thing, like, it looks much better, like, in the more monochromatic color scheme. I do feel like he's going to be in the Thunderbolts or Dark Avengers. And that they're going to try to, like, get a couple more people. And, of course... I mean, since Zemo is probably going to be broken out by his butler <laughs> and stuff, like, probably is going to be part of it and he can lead them or something. But I feel definitely they're building up to that yeah, or something definitely. in that regard. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if U.S. Agent is one of the antagonists or obstacles in Captain America 4 or Season 2 or anything of that style. Yeah. I'm not... Um, uh, looking forward to seeing him again actually yeah i didn't really care for this character but the actor was good i 
I, oh, he did great. I, I realized it's the same guy who was in 22 Jump Street. Do you remember? The guy who was friends with Channing Tatum, <laughs> the football player. <laughs> it's the same oh guy. Oh, my God. He's Zook. <laughs> yeah. Zook the bazooka. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're like, gonna. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god why did they okay he does look okay with longer hair but I, I mean with shorter hair but i feel like how he looks in overlord and then like in 22 jumpsy he looks way better he does like definitely. long hair suits him because he has such a blocky face okay right. we're not going to talk about that right now sorry <laughs> well i would uh take this second to remind anyone who is watching this video be sure to subscribe to the channel because we do lots of great other videos here. Even though Falcon and Winter Soldier is over, we'll be coming back with Loki and then Star Wars every Monday. Talks first. And um, if you're checking this out on the podcast, be sure to subscribe or follow, rate and review if you like the show. It helps out so much. And like this video if you're watching live. Thank you so much. So, what do you want to talk about next? Um, oh, do you want to talk about the power broker? Oh, Miss Sharon Carter. Dun dun dun, Miss Power Broker. Oh my god! Like I know that people were like predicting this and whatnot, but it was such a weird way to reveal it. Just like, but the thing is, nobody knows because Carly didn't tell anyone she died because Sharon just straight up shot her. So, yeah, I. <laughs> so she's so and now she's gonna be like extra powerful and sell government secrets and like i mean good for you girl but like what what would your grandma say your aunt your aunt <laughs> what would sharon say thank you it was weird to see this character become kind of a bad guy because mm. in was it in winter soldier she was so um, was it Winter Soldier or was it Civil War? I mean, she was in both. She was in both? Okay, but in those, no, Civil okay, it was War. Winter Soldier. Because in Winter Soldier, that was when uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. was revealing themselves as Hydra, yeah. and she was very much willing to fight against that with Captain mm -hmm. America. And, and she, now she's kind of become that evil that right. she was fighting against. And she... I feel like she kind of based her 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 militia off of what Hydra was doing with like Hydra had the Hail Hydra <laughs> and this one has one power one people or whatever yeah, one world one people one world yeah whatever it was and I don't know it's just weird for me to see her like that because it's it didn't really, really fit weird. the character for me <laughs> I'm that post credit scene where she's on the phone or whatever and says like this so is gonna be it or whatever it was and she got the pardon, so now she's able to walk around freely and do her business. Right. Whatever whatever her machinations will be. But um, I don't know. The, I it's, guess the big question is, do you think this will lead into a Falcon and Winter or a Captain America and Winter Soldier 2, season 2? Or, like, will this lead into Armor Wars? Probably both. Because, I mean, she is Working a on power broker. Wars. Like, she could pretty much do anything. And now she was literally just granted clearance for like even more like not right. just like product and like money and influence but now like literal secrets that could make or break like the fabric of society pretty much like it's a huge increase in power for the power broker 
also it was said that like she had been dusted like because she is this like pretty much like crime lord like did she fake that? She, did she fake being dusted because she was undercover anyway? Thought. Because it's a little bit weird to amass that kind of power in five years. And she had I, I been so undercover for way longer than that. So, like, it's enough time to make a secret identity for, like, of course, more than five years. But, like, I definitely I think she probably lied about that. Because how can you prove it? But it makes me wonder, <laughs> why didn't she take the serum? Right, or you maybe she has. And she's yeah, maybe she has. Too. Yeah, or, but or we do maybe know that's that she, why she is... wanted it back from Carly. Right, and we do know that she is definitely a bad girl. I mean, she got that one guy with acid, right? Right, that was and crazy. <laughs> completely melted him, and um, oh killed Carly oh without hesitation. Mm-hmm. So. She's got something in mind. I'm very curious as to what it is. Sharon from Mortal Kombat too. I'm kidding. <laughs> and I think she's going to want to break this guy out of jail, Mr. Zemo. Oh, yeah. And do it me too. I, I don't know. I'm kidding. <laughs> Zemo, I was I was very speaking of Zemo. Uh, I was a little disappointed with how it kind of ended with him mm-hmm. where it really didn't end. He just got put right. in jail and I I mean with like the whole promotion of the show i was under the impression that it was going to be oh, a, right. mainly zemo is the bad guy which yeah. i'm not i'm not you know butthurt about but i am disappointed yeah. in some ways because and it's also my own fault because i fell asleep during episode three so i didn't see the part where you put on the mask right and apparently it happened there but i didn't yeah. know so i just assumed they skipped that part so the thing is um, it was pro- so heavily prom- promoted because it's such a cool like shot and everything and it would make sense, like, what if he had been the leader of the Flag Smashers or something like that, even though, I mean, he's that powerful that he couldn't do that from jail. So, right. like, it does make sense. At the same time, I feel like they're building up for more. In this series, he still had, like, the last laugh because he got to, basically, he sent off the rest of the Flag Smashers to be blown up. Right. That was by his hand, indirectly so, but... Yeah. I feel like um... they're just leaving it at, at that because they couldn't do that much in the finale like he can't bust out and do something else i feel like it would just be very convoluted for a finale especially since it wasn't like it was around just like right under the hour again right uh yes it was like 51 minutes yeah i mean i don't know if they would have been able to do all of that and like still find a good stopping point for zemo in like less than nine minutes True. True. So I'm kind of glad that they'll leave it for like a new movie or season two and then fully expand on that. So you, I know you wanted to talk about Sam's speech. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Why don't you start us off? <laughs> I thought this was done so well. This speech. Sam is such a great talker. I mean, we've seen him like he is a master at talking to people, expressing himself, and also getting a point across. Just, he has a way with words. Just, I mean, I already basically said the same thing in three different ways because I'm not that great with words, but, you know, (laughs) I'm not Captain America. (laughs) But it's just so important what he said. 
not only for the world of the show, but like in real life, like this is a very poignant show in more ways than one. Like that would be a lot to get into right now, but he is talking not only about the cause of Carly, still keeping her message alive and basically trying to make it so that what she did and like her death wasn't in vain like also him carrying her like he just looks like an angel bringing down like this being or i'm just like ah it was such a beautiful shot and then he just goes ahead and just like hey don't call these people terrorists because you're the ones who are also bringing in armed people to send people away and take people away from the homes that they were given strip them away from like their food and rights pretty much like to them, you are the terrorists. Like, they have the power to feed and house all these people, but they're deciding to just take them away and put them somewhere and be like, you figure it out. Like, yeah. that's the whole cause of the problem because they're able to do it, but they decide not to because it's not their problem or right. so they think. But like, what Carly wanted them to do is to reconsider and be like, hey, everyone could have decent living conditions <laughs> yeah and i liked how you put it like he just he kind of made sure that what she was fighting for the good the good way good. Yeah, was, exactly. was being finished and that he he would speak out on it and it, it was like i mean anytime someone sticks it to the man i yeah. love it so i love that Beautiful. speech too it was it, it was great you know he really stuck it to the senators he was like calling and, them out like being like hey yeah. She and, was right. You, there, there is actually something you can do. And Sam, as a person of influence, was being like, hey, we're right now they're filming me. We're on a public platform. I am Captain America. So I'm going to speak for America and be like, and for the world, pretty much. Like, help these people. You're able to. Don't pretend you can't. <laughs> right. And it like, was very, it was very important the part when the senator was just like oh you don't understand and then walked away like that's the mentality of those people to civilians like i've been talking about for the longest uh, we've watched this show it's about how america treats its civilians how it treats its soldiers how it treats its african-american community or any you know uh, demographic that's not white people and or like wealthy right even like wealthy yes wealthy mm -hmm. people too and people was, in power like anyone who's like privileged in some way like if you're just privileged they're not going to think about you so he's being like people matter no matter like who they are or how many, much money they have or what the color of their skin is it's just right it's common sense but to these people it's not viable because they don't care because right. they don't get affected it, it made me that that speech made me want to like stand up and like clap <laughs> It was really good. And the the part right before it, when everyone's cheering at, for him and the one guy is just like, that's that's Black Falcon. Falcon. And the other guy is just like, no, that's Captain America. I was like, I, oh, my gosh. Did somebody call one. him Captain Falcon or was that just us? Someone did call him Captain Falcon. Because yeah. I'm just like, I wanted him to just say Falcon Punch at one point. I'm like, <laughs> that would have been beautiful. Someone did. I forgot where that was, but that was yeah. pretty funny, too. Um. Yeah, so and then and then the part this is going to segue into the next thing we'll talk about, but when he was giving the speech and then it showed Isaiah mm -hmm. looking at him through the television mm -hmm. and he was like, yeah. "Wow, he proved like, me wrong." Right. We we have a we have a hope here. Like Sam's my 
my Luke Skywalker. He's my hope. Yeah. And the thing is, like, when I said I was watching him and everyone was watching him, he's like, I know that some people are not going to like me and that they're not going to understand what I'm doing and that he is a black man wearing the stars and stripes. Like, some people are going to hate him regardless. Some people are just going to be like, he, what is he doing? Right. But, like, that's why he understands, like, they told him he doesn't understand anything, but he, I mean, he's lived through not only the dusting, but like living as a black man in America and then being a superhero and then being like unacknowledged and taken for granted pretty much. Like he knows. Right. <laughs> and he's Definitely. working so hard to make a difference and like save people and make people's lives better. And that's why he's standing up to this because he sees injustice and he'll fight. So, so that's good, I feel like Isaiah good. was seeing people react to him and seeing themselves in Sam. And he's like, oh, he's going to make things different. It's going to probably be right. an adjustment period. And some people are not going to agree. But it doesn't mean it's not worth fighting for. Like Sam said that like the last episode, these Marvel shows are getting really nice quotes. Like the whole, what is love, grief and not love persevering? And what if the, let's not take the suffering, be for nothing and keep fighting. I forget the... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the exact wording, but it was such a like good phrase. Like he's just basically yeah. saying, like, yes, it's been bad, but if we do nothing, nothing's gonna change, and right. it'll just be for nothing. Yeah, like he can make a difference, so why not? He's exactly. willing to put in the work to make things better, not only for himself, but for literally anyone else, for his people, like of, of America and the world as a whole, like literally for anyone who looks like him or feels resented by him or can look up to him. And that is our Captain America. And I, I wanted to transition <laughs> into... Sorry, let's just say, like, this, the this um, the museum display for Isaiah was so... That's nice. what I was going to transition into. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you meant, like, that was the show. And I was like, wait, no, no, there's so much more No, no, no. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, when oh. he, he showed him the his monument at the captain america museum that was, that was so beautiful, so beautiful. <laughs> and uh, uh he he was finally not it was this was the one moment where when sam asked him before like are you ever like not stubborn and like this is the moment that he finally like <laughs> you know let his guard down mm -hmm. and became vulnerable oh my and, god and he hugs him and he's like crying i'm like oh look at him look at his face um, this is the part that like i broke down i'm like yeah they got me it was so sweet it was so sweet like, and his God. his line and when he said and now they'll never forget what you they'll did for this country oh my god and like i don't remember where it was posted but they were saying some of the text that's on like behind here and it was like for too long his story went untold and like not um appreciate or something like it was like yeah he this wasn't known to anyone and it was pretty much buried but this is what happens acknowledge and respect it and never forget because this is a true part of history like he lived through that he's a living part of history it, it was so nice and it the thing is this just shows like yes there's parts of history that people are the proudest of but like people live through it so like don't delete it because then you're just going to cause more pain for the people who come next because if nobody acknowledges it, how are they going to learn? Right. Exactly. Yeah, it was like, such a good moment. Mm -hmm. And uh, Luke asks a somewhat relative question. 
Oh, I'm sorry, that's not it. Let me see here. Speaking of Isaiah, we have so many young Avengers, Eli Bradley, Billy, yes. Tommy, America, and Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. So, and Kamala Khan, too. I believe she's on, is she a young Avenger or she's just by herself? I don't remember. But I'm so excited for Young Avengers. It's definitely happening. Even though they haven't announced it, it's happening. And you also forgot about um, Iron Maiden. Oh, really? Iron Woman. Yeah. Yeah, so that as well. Iron Heart. Yeah, she's coming in Armor Wars? Iron Heart. I don't know. Iron Maiden is a band. (laughs) I I, kind of wish that there was an Iron Maiden. Rocky Hurricane. Sorry, Wait, is that the same oh, there is one. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Dracula. What were you saying? Isn't that like, oh my, Scorpion? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes, the Scorpion. <laughs> Fatality, babe. <laughs> Here I am. Oh my god. Okay. I don't even know if you can sing to an Iron Maiden song, can you? Probably not. I don't know. That's not anyway. A... Wait. No. Hold on. I'm thinking of a couple songs, but like I I don't know if I'm wrong, so I don't want to embarrass myself too bad. Well, while you're looking that up, uh, I I want to address some criticisms because the trooper got it. The trooper. That was the one that I know, like the most. But I don't think I can sing to that, so I'm not gonna. (laughs) Well, it it wasn't all fluffy goodness for me, like Mm -hmm. like normal. I I did have some issues (laughs) with this. And <laughs> like normal, <laughs> and um, nothing that affected me as far as like not liking this episode, but uh, a few things were uh, the beginning of this episode. Uh, it, it, I felt like uh, we, when we started it, felt like we, like you know, when you're watching someone else's Netflix or something, and then you click on a show that you want to watch, but they've already started, and it ju- it starts like right in the middle of where they left off that's what it felt like with this episode it felt like it jumped into something that i didn't get context for now it does pick up right where the last one left off but it was like we immediately see bucky going down the street on a motorcycle and uh, a bunch of like flag smashers running in the street and i don't know i just think it could have been done a little bit better to for starting off this was something i talked about with dean and he was like sharing the same sentiment but um that was one issue i had which isn't a big deal because it was fixed two minutes in but what another problem i did have with this episode was the flag smashers as a whole and this kind of goes in regard to the entire season is i kind of think they were crappy villains (laughs) i didn't i didn't Mm -hmm. like them at all uh they didn't really serve a purpose for me except for um Carrie, what is her name? Carly. 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 Like, I Carly. Except okay. for Carly. Um, but other than that, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really feel anything for the Flag Smashers. I felt like they were very unorganized. They're kind of like teenagers almost. Like I mean, it is very aggressive. But I, I don't know. That, that I, was... Okay, can I do like a kind of argument? I'm agreeing with you, but also I feel like it was done on purpose. I don't think that they were supposed to be like main villains, like true villains. They're they are led by a teenage girl, and that's part of like uh, Sam's speech too. Like, literally, a teenage girl, this group of like rich people, and a super powerful alien god. 
all had the potential same impact. Right. So it shows that like these kids were just rallying, like this girl just basically amassed an army across the world of just basically guerrilla fighting and doing stuff like secretly and through like apps, like literally this girl built an app to be like, hey, join my organization. <laughs> like it wasn't yeah. supposed to be like this super secret agent actual well, think, soldier kind of thing it was just people like regular people who got the super serum right and i think what i'm getting to is it's the the way it was the way it was set up is that they have the they have this unknown leader that we haven't seen yet and then it turns out to be sharon which, mm. which is fine but it's it was like we didn't really get to see them until the last episode technically mm. as the power broker and it was yeah. the same thing i had with with WandaVision where we were made to believe that there was, it, it was just like all Wanda. And then they were like, no, it was Agatha all along at like the last, second, the last episode. Yeah. And then it, but it really wasn't Agatha all along. It was, she messed with some stuff, but it was Wanda was her own yeah. villain. And it, it was kind of just like, I guess kind of being <laughs> misdirected. Cause I also yeah. thought Zemo was going to be the bad guy of this. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was just a little, confusion from on my end when watching this whole entire show the thing is yes it makes sense that people like i also thought zemo was going to be like the main villain because he is a character we already know and we know that he's capable of like pretty much anything being just a regular person who's like machiavellian smart and cunning and like just a schemer but at the same part like i don't think this show was necessarily about defeating like a singular villain. I feel like it was setting up characters for later, like setting up Zemo to become, to be freed again and like basically become like go fully off possibly. Then for setting up US agent, who I think is not like full villain here, but like he's on that road. And then to set up Sharon and her descent into like villainy instead of being the like sidekick yeah. i feel like i didn't really like that um carly was basically a pawn the whole time because i mean she was doing something she was trying to do something and change the world but she was just being used basically yeah but thanks to sam like what she was fighting for will possibly happen yeah but yeah i feel like there wasn't like a villain, not to go full dark, but the villainous society. But but you're right. It was it was this show wasn't meant to have like a good guy bad guy. It was about mm-hmm. Sam becoming Captain America, exactly. which uh, I want to touch on as well. Um, I see a new person joining us who hasn't been on the show before. Dark Sage nine one one seven. Welcome. Uh, I see you have a long comment here. I'm curious to see what it says. He Yay. says there's one thing about the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I personally was not a fan of so speaking of some criticism so let's see what you have to say i think any mcu movie going forward with multiple characters should have spider-man in it he always plays off each person's strengths and weaknesses he has a level of charisma and flair that most mcu characters do not have i do not feel this team worked well together there was no chemistry in my opinion and it brought the series down for me well dark sage uh, thanks for watching the show and thanks for sharing your thoughts um, I 
disagree with some of what you were saying. Right. I agree I, that I think Spider-Man should be in everything. Yes. <laughs> Spider-Man for everything. Sony, now that you made a new deal, please more Tom Holland Spider-Man, please. Give a us major all the deal, yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> but I, de I definitely think, think there was chemistry, at least between right. Sam and Bucky. I, I for think the most so, part. too. Which might not be what you're talking about, Dark, but um, mm. I think... Um, for me, Sam and Bucky's relationship in this was the best part and was really, really exploited last week's episode. Mm -hmm. And that leads me into my final critique real quick before you say something. They didn't end the show on driving the boat. off on the boat. <laughs> they were like this close to the boat. So I think you were like <laughs> Do you want to know how close they right? were? Last week I said they will end the series. The last shot will be them driving off into the waves. Remember, that's mm -hmm. what I said. And yeah. this was like the third to last shot was Literally, the ocean. <laughs> the ocean was there and they were looking like right off of <laughs> the boat. They were so. right next to the boat. I was just like, just get on it. Get right. on the boat. <laughs> Good thing so you close. didn't spend any money on them literally being on the boat. But it, it uh, realistically, it is somewhat of a, a, a disappointment that I had was like, I, we never got to see the boat be finished. Mm. It was never completed. And I kind of thought that was what we were building up to. Like he, we've got the title Captain America, and now mm -hmm. the boat runs again. But we never saw the boat fully fixed. So, mm -hmm. kind of wish we saw that. Yeah. Also, I do feel like the whole relationship with Bucky and Sam has been another one of the main points of the show because they started just with bickering and being like kind of at odds with each other with like a common loss, but fundamentally slightly still disagreeing on like what Sam did, what to do next and all that. And then you see Bucky getting Sam his new suit, like supporting them, like them fighting together and like even being able to split up but still be like with that synergy. I feel like, oh, oh my God, this shot is so cute. <laughs> ah. I, I feel like them also hanging out in like them very like domestic moments was such a cute deal, little detail. Like it shows how much closer they've grown together that they they are not just work partners anymore like they had said before like they're not just colleagues and co-workers they're friends now they're low-key yeah. like brothers now because i mean they hang out with their each other's families like it just is a really sweet way to it show was. how closer they got it was not to mention how close bucky's getting with sarah i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so I want to say one more thing about this particular episode, and then really quickly I want to talk about, like me and you talk about the series as a whole. Mm -hmm. So will there be a season two? So for those of you that are uh, listening or watching the show, uh, I was telling Chris off camera that, and as most of you might know, Disney just started their, just announced their campaign for Falcon and Winter Soldier to be, in consideration for best drama uh, in television, series in television. And yes. when they did the same thing with WandaVision, it was the best drama for a miniseries. Limited. <laughs> like limited, limited series, right. Yeah. Limited, yeah, you're right. And they didn't put that in this category this time. And it's one of the mm -hmm. parameters that is like very important when considering, mm -hmm. especially with like other things like supporting actor and actor, it's about they're very particular about that with the, the Academy and stuff. Yeah. So I'm not sure if they've committed to a season two yet or not, but I think they've right. left the table, that, that option like on open. the table. 
Yeah, and like they can it, be lighter or not. Right. And so I want to talk about like as like branding marketing going forward. If they do it, if they decide to, it's not going to be the Falcon and Winter Soldier anymore. It's going to be, it's going to be Captain America. America. But will Bucky keep that name, the Winter Soldier, because he also right. gave up the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier. So well, then what will this new show be? Captain America. If it's Bucky? the season two. Captain He's he doesn't have a name anymore. Just Bucky. Yeah. Bucky. It's White Bucky. Buc- Buckaroo. <laughs> White Wolf. Bu- Buckaroo. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, it might Bucko? just be Captain America series. You know? But or... I guess we'll see. Captain America is and it can be North America and South America. I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, but that's something um, for all of you guys to think about. Do you think there will be a season two? What do you think season two will be about? Or do you think they will just go straight into Captain America 4, which was also announced right. too, the next movie, the next installment? So we'll have to wait and see. Do you have... both. They, they, they can't. Well I think they will. Formats. But I think my question is, this show, which is it leading into? The movie or the next mm-hmm. series? Because they would... Neither of them have been developed yet, in my speculation. And it would be a lot quicker to bring out a television series. But I feel like a movie for this would be in more demand. Right. Captain America movie. So, I don't know. Honestly, the way they can do it is do like two seasons movie and then maybe continue more like another season. And then if they want to do more movies... Because that way they can also build up Eli Bradley, like maybe have like, oh, this is like our intern, <laughs> Captain America <laughs> Jr. Patriot, and then yes. build him up and then have the movie. And it's like, oh, Captain America, Bucky, and the Patriot. And yeah. he can also be in both that and the Young Avengers. Because, I mean, you have a lot of interesting characters and you can build up the smaller details of that world further and then blow it up into the movie. But since they have both the movies and the series and they work really well in both those scenarios, I feel like you could really do it either way. Yeah. It looks like you have some fans out there, baby. Well, they did say who. (laughs) Also, that can be plural. For the audio listeners, we had two people say... You're oh. hot in the chat. <laughs> so, not sure I who agree. you're talking about, but I actually <laughs> have a jacket on. I'm feeling kind of cold, but thank you for your uh, for sharing your your thoughts. <laughs> oh, interesting. The guy, I mean, well, thank you very much for that. Uh, that's the first compliment like that I've received here. Is it so. your first first comment, babe? Isn't my what? Nothing. Oh, first okay. comment. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so... Well, I'm sure whoever you are are hot as well. So, let's talk about this, the whole entire series as a whole. Sure. Uh, yes. So, for you, if you were to review the entire season, um, what, do you, what would you have to say about it? Um, I feel like there are some things that could have been, like, either done in like a certain different way, maybe go faster, slower, or fully develop a little bit more. But overall, I thought it was a really well thought out series. Sorry, my cat is grooming herself. Um, (laughs) I love the character development that the main characters have. 
I love the introduction of Eli Bradley and Isaiah Bradley. I just think that it's, I, I feel like the promotional materials focused on SEMO gave us all a very like misleading idea of what the show is going to be. Yes. But I feel like he still was a great part of the show. Like I am so grateful for what we got from Zemo. <laughs> Me too. It's like any Daniel Brun content, I'm going to like be like, give me Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, like all the actors in the show are so good at what they do and they breathe such life into these characters. And I'm so glad to see Emphis Ness doing something cool again. Like, yeah, Disney, give her all your money. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see her die or be forgotten again. Like, damn, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the cinematography was amazing, pretty much across the board. I love that it didn't fear getting a little bit too realistic, both in being domestic, but also dealing with real world problems and having these people who we normally think of as larger than life dealing with these things. Cause yeah. that's kind of what happened with WandaVision, but in a fantastical way, because of, I mean, sure we've all been sad to lose someone and we've all been like going through a lot, but we don't have powers and sure we don't have like injections that give you super strength or anything, but I feel like it's much more realistic to be like these people are losing their jobs, losing their homes, being transferred from place to place. The world is kind of falling apart and people are trying to make a difference. And some people are also doing things that probably isn't the way, best way to like do certain, like it's just showing you like the real world through the lens of a Marvel movie, which is a very interesting way to go about a comic book content yeah. TV show. Yeah, definitely. It's it's one of a kind and i think it's kind it's of setting not a lot of fault, but like i think that yeah. it was pretty solid i really love the show cool and that's your general review pretty for much, the yeah. whole series like very generally yeah although this okay. is 10 out of 10 the show is a total like 80 zemo is a 10 out of 10 100 yes <laughs> so for me uh start with the positives I, I think this show was the most grounded um mm -hmm. out of out of as far as um what we've got out of, of marvel recently and it's definitely a this and wandavision have both introduced a, a, a new format to the mcu and or media format with the television series and i think it's i think they're going to start relying on the tv series a lot more in the future and i think Someday, a couple of years from now, five, ten years, we're actually going to see a lot less movies and a lot more TV shows. Because the TV shows for the Disney company uh, means um, a commitment of, of subscribers and engagement and things like that. And, you know, of course, movie theaters are also in the struggle right now with the, you know, the issues going on in the world. But... For me, uh, the show, it was good. It was a good show. It's a good start. I still consider this the start of the Marvel television with WandaVision, since they were both shot at the same time. I think Loki's going to be the best. I think WandaVision mm -hmm. to Falcon and Winter Soldier, there was improvement. Mm -hmm. And then I think we'll see more improvement from Falcon into Loki. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just going to get better and better. And 
Uh, I agree. I think the, especially this last episode, the colors, the cinematography, the acting is superb. They lucked out with these actors. And I think that's the most important part is anyone that you can connect with on screen is very important. And the overall, the, the biggest compliment I have for this show is the, at the end of Endgame, when Captain America gave Sam the shield, a lot of people were like, well, is there going to be like a black Captain America now? Is he going to be the new Captain America? And not speaking on the race point of view, but on for people that maybe not wanted the Sam Wilson to be synonymous with the name Captain America because Captain America should be synonymous with Steve Rogers. I understand that. And I think Marvel understood that too. So they took this show as a way to help people (laughs) understand why Sam should be a Captain America. And it, and they did a great job because they showed John Walker. Is that his name? John Walker being the next Captain America. And we all hated it. Mm -hmm. And then they gave us a reason. Like they gave us what we thought they were going to do almost not what they were going to, but what we thought they were going to do by just make a new Captain America. And then they dismantled him and actually gave Sam and then, gave him like a reason to be Captain America and helped us go through that journey. And I think, I think that was brilliant because I don't think the show was necessary otherwise. And that one transition thing with Sam Wilson is what I think made it so important. Right. Cause it shows why he is worthy of it and why he yes. isn't Steve Rogers, but he doesn't have to be like Captain America. Isn't it's a title. Like sure. It is Steve Rogers. And he lived through that whole, like, literally through centuries just like being the symbol of america but like he chose to pass that down like and that shows you already like they didn't know each other for as long as like for that long but like he could already see himself in sam and see the next person to save the world within him yeah 100 percent. also i feel like these shows sorry no no go ahead sorry like i feel like it's kind of weird to be like, oh, this show is better than One Origin and Loki's going to be better than this and this. Because, of course, that's going to be like an increment. But I feel like these shows are all so different and varied. That sure, there's like a quality or like planning thing like that will be an advantage. But at the same time, like there is something for pretty much every genre that you'd want. And I love that this is, I mean... Captain America and the Winter Soldier is one of the, if not the best, like, Marvel MCU movie that we've had, pretty much. So it kind of makes sense that keeping the same, like, tone and, like, quality and just making it a TV show that shows why this is worthy of being a continuation. It just makes sense. It's yeah, also and- kind of weird. Sorry, one more thing super quick, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we've had Marvel TV shows, which is like the most bizarre thing. How this is so different, even from that. I mean, we had Agents of Shield, which <laughs> I mean, we've already technically had a Madam Hydra in a way, but at the same time, this is so different, and the it's just a higher production value, more thought put into it. Like it's more planned out, and it ties into the already existing FCU. It's a larger, pretty much multimedia universe now. And yeah. then, I mean, we did have also the Marvel, I mean, Marvel Netflix shows like Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and like Daredevil and whatnot, which were also great. But at the same time, like, this is 
a little bit like this is the next evolution is the next level of it like you can already see especially with having the actors from the movies bleed into these shows it yeah. shows you like how much they're putting into it it's not going to yeah. be a separate thing that's completely far removed or maybe like a slight reference here and there like no this is basically a movie that you can watch across different weeks yeah the the mcu marvel studios is extremely ambitious right now they they were already being very ambitious with all the movies they were doing i mean we were supposed to have we were supposed to have seven movies this year alone and right. then they were adding tv shows and if you there was something kevin feige said back when age of ultron came out he was doing a comic con interview and he was saying he was like extremely like stressed out because he was working on age of Ultron and then they had guardians of the galaxy he was working on. And then they were just wrapping production on, I think it was, I don't know, Ant-Man, whatever comes before Ultron, Mm -hmm. only three projects. And he was stressed out then, but that was then. And now they have like 20 movies going on. There's probably 35 in development. And then they got the TV shows to worry about, which there's 10 shows coming out. I think 12, Mm -hmm. maybe. Right, it's like a and, bunch. Yeah, and I think that would be my only fear. I mean, I trust Disney. They're going to give them all the tools they need to make all these things happen. But I think when they were transitioning into television, they were a little bit too ambitious because there is a quality differentiation there because it is a little less than that of the, the movies. Uh, the care, I mean, as far as... like, I mean, they're bringing in television writers and directors and show runners to run the TV division, which I think is, uh, it was a good decision. But when you look at something like the Mandalorian, they brought in uh, professional uh, like film directors and uh, film writers. And th- there's a little bit of quality difference there too uh, with the um, Mandalorian is almost on par with the movies and especially season two, not season one, but mm-hmm. I just, that's what I was saying when I meant like I think there's going to be a development. You'll see them get better as they go. Not to say like uh, in a general sense, but I think they're going to find their own thing. Like how Star Wars has the volume, the mm-hmm. stagecraft technology. They're going to find their own thing that's going to make them different and stand out, which they already do, because mm-hmm. it is already better quality than most television shows out there. But anyway, I just I'm excited to see what comes next, and I think Loki is going to be amazing. And yeah. Marvel trailers in general just kick ass. You know? So... It gets you hyped up. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. And hello, Josh Anderson. Don't worry, I see you hello. in the chat. Welcome back. He says, I'm sorry hello. I'm late. I've been busy all day. Excellent finale. So glad you liked it. And Luca so says good. that on a scale of 1 to 10, he gives it an 8.5. It's good to know. It's really good to know. I don't, we haven't really done any ratings here. But... um. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would rate it. I mean, 8.5 to 9 to 9.5-ish sounds pretty good to me. Like, yeah. it has, like, it's things that bring it down a tiny bit, but not enough for me to really be, like, like I'm, I'm extremely happy with the show. Yeah, me too. So, Josh says he hears that they're making a Sam and Steve Rogers series. What? I, I, you also mentioned Captain America 4. We did talk about that already, but Sam and Steve Rogers. Is he doing moon stuff? Uh. <laughs> I 
I saw it was a theory that that's actually what he's doing. I'm like, imagine, imagine. Well, you know, what was funny was I imagined it was some point in this episode. I'm when someone else said, you mean he's not up on the moon. Mm-hmm. And then I, I pictured Steve, old man, Steve with <laughs> white vision on the, on the moon. Yeah, right. Just, like Dr. My head. And he's like, <laughs> just hanging out. <laughs> Cause we don't know where white saying. vision is. Right, they're but, buddies now. Right. They're doing um, a little hot tub in like a little moon crater. Right. <laughs> um, well, I think that was all I had to say about the Falcon Winter Soldier. Did you have anything else? Uh, right now, I'm kind of blanking out. I think we pretty much talked about most things. So that was it for the Falcon and Winter Soldier after show series. We're done. <laughs> You can go back and watch all the episodes we did before. I don't know why you would, because you've already seen it, but if you wanted to. And in the meantime, until the Loki series comes out, we'll be doing the Hontox first show, talking mm-hmm. all about Star Wars every Monday. And mm-hmm. I got a couple of amazing guests coming up that I think you're going to want to uh, stick around for, because that'll be announced uh, this Monday. Actually, I'll announce them this Monday. So be sure to come on the YouTube or the Spotify. Check it out. Subscribe so you never miss anything. And be sure to rate and review the podcast and follow us there so you never miss an episode. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad we did so the show. And um, sorry that we were late. Oh, just a little bit, just a little bit. But anyway, thank you guys so much again. And we will chat with you very soon. We can do this all day. I will see you next time. Bye. We'll see you next show. Next show. Bye.